and the mouse keep running, running, and 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 running, running, Welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 90. You know Corey Simon? You a big fan of the Eagles? Corey Simon? Phil Hansen. He's a Bill's Wall of Fame <laughs> member right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like Corey Simon. He's not exactly the greatest football player of all time, but I enjoyed him. One of my favorite Eagles at the time. So, yeah, here we are. We're here at episode 90. I will say right away. You like Mamula? No, Mamula was the worst. <laughs> I think he was like 50. I think he was from I Buffalo. Believe, 50 out of oh, he was the worst. He was the guy who started that whole trend of guys just getting in shape, like super in shape for the combine. He was yeah. like the combine monster guy. And yeah, he, he ended up having more uh, indecent exposures in the Philadelphia area than I think he had sacks by the time his career was over. He had some Happens issues. to the best of us. Yes, it does. Uh, but yeah, we had a lot of uh, issues uh, this past podcast podcast the thursday night podcast we had a lot of technical issues we ended up having to record the first segment three times ended up the second segment which was captain america and we even have an email tonight talking about like hey you guys said at the beginning that you're going to be doing captain america and i never heard it johnny fresno he thought that he might have just we we were so quick with it that he missed it that's not the case it ended up and i i actually realized that on friday morning i was just sitting at work and i'm like you know what i think i did say that we were going to do captain america and then i felt bad but uh yeah that was out of sync i couldn't get it to work we, we just had issues so hopefully it won't be that bad tonight but we're going to get into this starting off with we have a website and if you want to go there and read our written reviews not just me and brandon's written reviews but a bunch of other people uh go over to weird science marvel comics.com and check Check those out. A lot of them will differ from what we say and what we like or don't like on the podcast. So you get a little bit of surprise there. We also have a Twitter, WS Marvel Comics. And as I always say, and I, I hope that this is something that people actually you know, like us for, I, there's a lot of times that I end up being told that people like us for things. And I'm like, I, I'm not real proud of that. You know, the (laughs) idea that I possibly clean my clothes in the shower, you know, that, that might be, maybe that I hate Star Wars. Maybe that's a reason. Yeah. Or you can't pronounce say a a Malekith, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or also Wendigo, which you say is Wendango. Uh, we heard, uh, on the Patreon this week, but, uh, yeah. So I hope that it's one of those to get that gem. I I hope they I hope that people realize (laughs) that it is a legit thing. And also, I I have been talking to people on our uh, Marvel Twitter about certain things. Some people have been asking me some stuff about books and things, and I love doing that. I I love being. I'm not the authority, but I love talking to people. And and I also like when people talk. I don't need people to just, you know, message us and say how great we are. I like when people engage with us and talk about the books and talk about stuff that they like and things like that and, you know, even give suggestions and things. So if you are on the Marvel Twitter, uh, yeah, just send us some DMs. Sometimes I don't see it, and Brandon does, and unfortunately 
unfortunately, you get yeah. to talk to him then. Yeah. It's not as exciting. Once in a while, it's I, a I crap shoot sometimes. Yeah, so. yeah. I, there was a, a bit this past week, and I felt bad because I missed the message, and I, then I realized that you had message back, so you you uh, jumped in. We also have an email, weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. Now, if you are listening to this and wherever you do listen to it, uh, you can leave a rating or end review. We would appreciate that. That'd be pretty cool if you could do that. And now we have a bunch of things here because we also have a Patreon account. And uh, do you like Young MC? You remember Bust a Move? Like, like Young MC, uh, I'm going to break it down for you fellas. As he said, we have on the Patreon, <laughs> if you go over to patreon.com slash weird science and sign up for our Patreon, uh, we're not going to promise you uh, shirts or stickers or you know stuff like that, a trade. Uh, what we like to do is give you more podcasts. I always had figured when we started the DC one first is the idea that if you liked us from a podcast, you would probably want more podcasts. That would be the reward. And we have up to 30 episodes that are Patreon only each and every month. A lot of them now Marvel because we're pushing it here as well. And one of those, and the main one is the weekly Marvel Patreon only spotlight that does feature two books picked by the bad butts of the Fresh Start crew and a poll that I put up each weekend. So if you become a bad butt, yeah, there's a poll, you go and you vote on the two books that you want us to talk about on the Patreon only spotlight. This past week, we did, as picked by the bad butts, Wolverine Infinity Watch number five and Howard the Duck number one facsimile edition and every time i say that to somebody they laugh but yet me and you really enjoyed talking about it 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 was pretty fun uh this coming up week the poll is already up and it looks like spider-man annual number one and war of the realms number six the finale of the event seem to be what's pushing pretty far ahead which you'll be very happy to hear because there is a darth vader comic on that list I think that it slipped through the cracks. I don't think people uh, realize that that was on there. I I actually don't, don't think. Don't let them know. I'm letting them know right now. We also have a bunch of other Marvel shows, including one that me and Brandon actually did tonight. It's the monthly Marvel Back Issues podcast, where we discuss and review an older Marvel issue. June's theme was the What If issues, and the Bad Butts picked What If Wolverine Killed the Hulk. And we just got done talking about that minutes ago. So that's fresh in our minds. We enjoyed that. And finally, this week, me and Brandon will also be recording the third episode of our monthly Marvel event podcast, which will be... All about the Avengers Defenders War from the summer of 73. Uh, that should be a song as well. But that's not it. <laughs> I, I want to have it. A, and that's not all. That's also, not all, You'll also yes. get a couple things that I'm going to be doing. I have a Marvel Legacy podcast that's going to be featuring Legacy characters. Uh, this will be the premiere episode. It's going to be on the Young Avengers number one from 2005. And also I have my Secret Origins, Marvel Secret Origins podcast discussing Gwenpool's first appearances as the backup stories in Howard the Duck. And so, yeah, there's a lot. I, I'm telling you, there are even more shows than that. That's just the kind of things that we just had done. And each of those shows, if you're interested, pretty much have a DC Comics equivalent as well. But yeah, just go over and check out patreon.com slash weird science to get a bunch of other shows. Uh, mostly the Marvel stuff is me and Brandon. And uh, yeah, so now that is all done with. And we're going to go off to the books. 
All right, and the first book is Captain Marvel number seven. It is Strange Trip Part Two. Uh, obviously, this continues the tie-in to the War of the Realms that started last issue, and it is written by Kelly Thompson. Guest artist again is Anapola Martello. Colors by Tamara Bonvalon. I don't know if you realize this. She blocked us. Uh, letters yes. by BC's Clayton Cowles. Uh, as guardian sorceress, the Enchantress has turned South America into her new kingdom of the dead. On a mission in Rio, the Black Widow was accidentally caught in a spell and Sully Vision of the Enchantress defeat at the hands of Doctor Strange with Widow and Captain Marvel flanking him. But the Vision took an unexpected turn when Enchantress found the heroes and body swapped Carol and Steven. Now the heroes must cope with their new bodies and abilities in order to take down one of the most powerful magic users of the Town Realms, all while fighting off an invasion of the dead. And we're going to have three of these issues. We ended up the last time these yeah. popped up. We talked about all of them. And, and what I'm talking about is Captain Marvel, I think that Deadpool, was only two and weeks Iron ago, Man. These, yeah, these it was a couple weeks on ago. The backs yeah. of each other. And so we're, we're going to have three of these. There's going to be a very common thread through all three of these, where if you remember, we were very positive. When we did talk about them, it was a weekend edition. I do think, yeah, like you're saying, issue, about two the, weeks ago. Issue. And yeah. yeah, and we were very positive that whole podcast. Probably one of the most positive we were overall. Um, and I mentioned in, you know, when we were talking the written reviews on the site, that I liked them because they weren't just tie-ins to the War of the Realms. If you were reading the regular run, you get your little War of the Realms flavor, but it was more team-up books going on, you know, even Deadpool. Iron Man continued stuff from the series that had led up to that. Yeah. And um, even last so, week, Superior Spider-Man was a lot yeah, like that, Yeah, same too. deal. So, and now I'm worried about that. Uh, and that comes out this week uh, <laughs> exactly coming up. Exactly was my so, point. <laughs> yeah, so I do think it's like every two weeks with these. So you, you have this deal here where... I, I was excited and I was really looking forward to all three of these. And especially I really liked the Captain Marvel issue, the Freaky Friday bit of them body yep. swapping. I enjoyed it because I even said it was almost like a Marvel team up book, uh, you know, disguised as a War of the Realms. And I said, if you were War of the Realms completist, you still might be angry that you bought this because it really didn't do much War of the Realms. But if you are reading Captain uh, Marvel, it was one of the better issues I thought of the whole run so far. So I was really yeah, really excited I for all agree. three of these issues. And this was the first one that I read, and I immediately got a little disappointed. And and my disappointment isn't saying that the dialogue is off. I actually like the art too. I saw some people throwing shade really? at the art. Yeah, I don't like, I like the, the art. art. In this I issue like the at art. All. It's just a little different. I think it, it kind of it, it kind of works for the idea of this, you know, enchantress stuff and the and the strange stuff. It, but by the end of this something's missing and i really think and i even said to you before we recorded if you are a dc fan uh you will you'll probably grit your teeth when i say this but it reminds <laughs> me of convergence when you had convergence you yeah. had these two issue arcs and i think that some something goes wonky with two issue arcs like this because you end up using the first issue as almost all setup so you have this full setup well now you're only left with one more issue and you end up that ends it. And so in my mind, you don't get a middle. The middle part. Now, 
This one kind of does, but it's more of, you know, talking at the campfire. But where you would have right. a middle issue of this, where the fun would have been, would have been to see more of Carol trying to work the, you know, Doctor Strange powers. Yeah, both uh, of them actually had, figuring out what the powers yeah. are and how they work a little bit yeah, instead and it, of just, just kind of lucking into Yeah, what and happens. so what ends up happening in these issues, a lot of times it feels rushed by the end because you don't have – that full middle section you don't have and and with this why i really also like the first issue is the character moments that you were getting now since you only have two issues the thing that gets pushed aside here is black widow black widow started this whole thing by having the vision it was her vision that she ended up then getting you know carol then they went and got steven and so in this, though, in a funny way, there is a bit when we get to it that it is funny, but she just gets left in the dust. You don't get any <laughs> bit of Black Widow, even during the fight. It just ends up. And then at the end, she's just like, don't call me. I hate you guys. But you don't even get that. You know what I mean? How can she no. be that annoyed? Because it's it goes too quick. Um, but yeah, they end up there and they start off and we did have the ending where you had, you know, the undead army, they were coming at her or at them or the three of them. And you did have, uh, Carol in Steven's body, you know, yelling Harry Potter stuff and things like that. Well, here you do have Steven kind of going with the whole deal is like, you, you just yelled shield of Seraphim. She's like, what, how do I move my hands? He's like, no, 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 just yell it. You just have to yell Doesn't it. Matter. And, she, yeah. and, and he does, he, she does it, you know, Carol does it. It's so weird to talk when you have these body swapping things, but she ends up doing it. And I do like where uh, Stephen Strange is like, yep, that is the weakest shield of seraphim I've ever seen in the history of magic, but (laughs) it's okay. It's working. Whatever. Make me chuckle a little bit. Yeah, it did. There are some chuckles here, Uh, but now this is where you're going to already, you know, on page two or three or two, you end up here where you have the idea that steven's like hey you know how do i use your powers in powers carol and she's just like just do it you know just try harder you know she's gonna do the blast and uh yeah she just ends up doing it and it just happens and that happens in this issue a little too much a bunch and yeah and then you have black widow there you know pop 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 just shooting you know zombie heads well they go and they're they're gonna make their way to this big rio encounter but they stop at this campfire where they are talking about the powers and talking about you know how each of them think that the others you know bodies are cool you get some pop culture stuff kelly thompson throws in some funny things about you know different uh witch type uh shows uh, bewitch sabrina the craft is mentioned well while this is going on black widow decides she's going to go off and get more (laughs) firewood because she's making the fire and she's like oh man some of this firewood is so wet it's going to take so long okay well do you need any help she's like no 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 i'll go get it and as dr strange and carol are talking black widow gets attacked by a, a crocodile and just starts I, I'm not fighting sure it. Throughout. What happens here? It's it's sitting there. She definitely oh, yeah, just, it's kicks just sitting it in there. The then she just <laughs> kicks it. And I like it too. At one point, she's just before that the panel. She Peter just she's looking. Up. Oh Widow. yeah, it's funny too because it just gets there. It's and 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 my yeah. mind there there is a river there. This is where the art might be a little wonk. It actually yeah. is so big that it's, it's floating, laying on each it's, side of it's the river. The Jesus crocodile. Yeah, it is, and it's on each side of the river. It's like a bridge. And she ends up, she kicks it, then it grabs her, 
and then the, it just eats her. It it's looks like it like, grabs her by the butt, right? Yeah, really. You're not supposed to. What is that? The <laughs> copper toned dog? That's not appropriate nowadays. Uh, but yeah, it brings her under. <laughs> Me and too, you just, crocodile. Yeah, Jesus. yeah, really. You see the bubbling going, and it's funny because as this is going on, you just end up with you know Strange and Carol. They're talking about things, and they're they're trying to figure out the powers and the spells. And and you know th- with that, Dave and say we just need to learn some quick spells. You're gonna have to learn you know this. We're gonna use the sapphire bands of Storin. And it's even funny where it, throughout this whole thing, the little bit that you get, you have Carol really wanting the most powerful spells i mean she wants the crimson bands of sidorak she's not gonna be able to do that he even says you're not gonna be able to do that as this is going on there's still bubbles coming up from the river black widow is gone now <laughs> underwater for at least two minutes yeah. and uh yeah. oh she, yeah this all is of a conversation then, they, they haven't even yeah. noticed she's gone no. but i'm thinking five minutes has passed no, oh, so yeah. I don't know. she's gonna have problems she's gonna see those uh, you know brain movies black window she, out here she's gonna in, come in out no she's time. Gonna, you made mom eyes rain so she's going to tell him. <laughs> but yeah, she ends up then coming up. And it's all the joke. She throws the, you know, the crocodile there. I'm like, hey, thanks a lot, guys. I got to check. She comes I off actually, like Billy Madison's, uh, or not Billy oh, Madison's, yeah. but uh, the water boy's girlfriend in this, yeah, yeah, <laughs> in this yeah. session. And, and even with the crocodile yeah, around really, eating it. Yeah. And then you have Happy Gilmore with the, the crocodile and up taking yeah, his hand. That's right. so you, you get even this in the new too. movie, that guy Stubbs is in that murder mystery movie with him I and Jennifer Aniston yeah. and he's yeah. got the arm in that movie nice. too. <laughs> yes. Uh, in this though, I actually thought that Kelly Thompson shouldn't have even addressed. I think it would have been more fun if she threw the the crocodile down and then just said, this is what we're eating. But she's like, thanks for helping me with yep. this giant freaking crocodile. I'm like, oh, you, you don't have to explain the joke. We already saw it. Um, but yeah, she hates them. She basically is like, I hate this mission. But again, that's very quick. And, you know, she's like, hey, I'm going to cook this up. You're eating it. They're both no way. And then we just go 24 hours later, and this is where it's just boom. We are now Spider Man is fighting every different villain in this event. Yeah, he's just everywhere. Literally everywhere. It's funny, too. He's (laughs) everywhere, and we'll bring a couple of those spiders with him. Because they're just in the background, yep. you know. So he's yep. there fighting. They look terrible, And then they're too. there. So you, you they look get like this they're whole, colorful yeah, and yeah. Oh, how dare you. You end up where you <laughs> had this crocodile deal. They're at the campfire. And then, boom, 24 hours later, you're rushing to get to the end. And so they're fighting. And this is where we have the big fight where, you know, it's supposed to be that Doctor Strange can take down Enchantress. But obviously, Carol's in the body. So they're trying to figure this out. Uh, Enchantress has her, you know, army of the undead. That's going on. And this is where it gets very wonky and quick is the idea because Carol and the fun of these things would be and the fun that you would have with an expanded story here would be Carol. Uh, trying to do some crazy spell like she she overheard dr strange one time and ends up going to do something and pigs start falling from the sky something weird and then you know dr strange no 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 but you don't get that because you have to finish it so what you're gonna get instead is carol sitting there in in her mind saying oh man i'm not good enough i'm no dr strange how can i defeat enchantress she's you know she's as good as dr strange when he's himself and I'm not anything. How can I do this? And then she just says, well, I got to be myself then. I can't be Dr. Strange. Why am I trying to be Dr. Strange? 
I should be Carol. And so what I hear is Enchantress yelling about being in charge of this army. Now, you know, you have the idea, Captain Marvel. She's like, I know what it's like to be a captain. I know what it's like (laughs) to, you know, to lead. The worst thing, the the biggest fear that you would have is your, you know, a mutiny, your, your troops going against you. So all of a sudden she's just like, I'll just do that. Bada bing, bada boom. They do. They they, the they end. end up attacking her, and she's like, "I did it." I'm like, "How did she do this?" I, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't she just decides a to mutiny. be herself. A mutiny now, apparently was the magic spell that yeah. turned everyone and against then at, the at, at this point, you even had the just setup saying where the word is dangerous. Carol says to, to it's Steven, like you "Don't yell fire in a crowded yeah, theater." No, she you know, yell mutiny around. Don't I, yell I, mutiny on a battlefield. Next time, and not even that. It's with the undead. Zombies come at you, yell mutiny. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They just go against. Yeah. Uh, they turn and right so around. The other thing was the idea where you had, you know, hey, hey, Steven, if you feel like you're going to explode, just do it. And then that happens, it, you know, and that yep. knocks back the the undead. That's, you know, that's when they, it gives space. Then Carol can use the spell, causes the mutiny, which makes Enchantress then have to do an explosion of herself to yeah, get kind the of the whammy off. she did before that started yeah. all this. And so when that whammy happens, which we never got the idea in my mind that the Enchantress had to sit there and concentrate for them to maintain the body switch because she wasn't yeah, no, with them all the time. Idea. Why what, no, Why wouldn't they? You know what I mean? Miles and miles she away was, from They her. were at that campfire. She wasn't there. You would think that if you had to concentrate in the way they're saying, you would have to at least see them or know where they are and things like that. It, it gets very wonky. And so the whammy goes and they are back in their own body switch. Obviously, we, we have two issues. We know that we're going to end that way. Yeah, I just thought it was going just, back the, to normal. And that 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 ends it. That's that's it. And that you end up where yep. Enchantress ends up being knocked out by her whammy, then her own whammy and the undead deal. And Doctor Strange is like, I'll just pick her up and I'll take her to Avengers, you know, mountain and we'll end up, you know, putting her in jail. And then and th- that ends it. And then you have Black <laughs> Widow just saying, like, smell you later. Strange looks like in the last panel he's present. He, he shaved. I don't know yeah. what happened to him, but yeah, he's got no know. facial he's, hair. He's sexy is what happened, I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so they end up with uh, Black Widow like, hey, uh, you know, hey, Natasha. No, no, I'm out of here. I don't want to lose my number. And she leaves. And then you go back uh, to what's going to set up the next arc, the main arc of the book where you have Carol there hanging out with her cat and uh, she's, you know, doing that and she has a cough and it looks like there that she's coughing up blood. And it even seems like the the cat is concerned. I don't as know. Well, I mean, I agree with you, but it's hard to tell from. This yeah, it art. looks I like really, she's yeah. she has some sort of illness that that may be affecting her. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see what's going on. Um, but if you don't like this art, you can look at the next deal where they're like next issue and uh, Carmen Canero is yeah, back, looks great, and I love her art. So yeah, but I, I don't mind this art for just you know these two issues. I do say I, I'll agree with you. It's a little down from last issue. Um, but I, I didn't mind it too much. Uh, but overall I was disappointed. I, I was really disappointed yeah, with this. Was this too. was a, a book and this crossover deal tie in that last time we talked about it, 
I thought that I really went out on a limb to tell people, man, you should check this out. It's really good. This one pulls it back and it's not as great. And because of that, I'm still going to give it a seven because I did have some chuckles. Uh, but it, it's definitely not one that I would say you have to go out and read now. And, and it kind of disappointed me. Uh, what would you give it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a six. I just didn't enjoy the art. I, re- I really liked the scene in the middle with the crocodile. Yeah. But that, I mean, that was just not pertinent to the story and just kind of funny and interesting yeah. on its own. Um, but, you know, other I did enjoy the first issue. I, I wasn't necessarily looking forward to how this wrapped up, but I... I didn't hate the idea of coming back to it, and, no. and you know it disappointed me a little bit. Other otherwise, um, yeah, you, you know, didn't the, like it as much as me the first time, anyway. And um, yeah, yeah, I yeah, kind but of. Forced... I mean, that's kind of going to be the flavor of the night with all these yeah. second parts to yeah, this War of the Realm. And stuff I kind is, of forced was you really, into. I was reading because I was really time. into some of the. Yeah, yeah I, was I was too. Of, I was into that though. Yeah, I, I, was, I know. I had fun with the ideas and the story concepts, and it feels like I don't know. A lot of that was just. I, I have an ending I have to get to, and then let's yeah. do it as quick as possible in the second issue. Yeah, so. that's what it seems like. But we're going to move on to the next book, which is another kind of disappointment. All right, and the next book is Deadpool number 14, and that is written by Scott Young, illustrated and colored by Nick Klein, lettered by Jeff Eckleberry, uh, and I almost said cover art by Nick Klein as well. Way to go, Nick. He did the cover as well. I love his Double covers, whammy. actually. So I don't mind uh, saying I do. I that. I like the, his dirty kind of Deadpool style. Yeah. I, I actually, this book, I'm going to be real upset when Scott Young and Nick Klein are yeah, off it. And it was too. one of those, we, we talk about it a, a bunch of times before, but the idea that we didn't like it like the first couple issues and we ended up uh, not reading it for a while. And then I just on a whim started reading it again and really liked it. It's actually one of the regrets that I have from the beginning of the podcast that we bailed on it at, at a point. Uh, it, but it was, it was when Eric was still on the podcast and when yeah. pretty much the joke into the ground of the stuffed animal underwear Remember, we yep. had enough of that. So. Oh, that was, yeah, it was but, a three-issue joke. It just kept yeah. going on. Yeah, but then like around issue four or five, it really started getting good again. So I'm glad that we uh, jumped back. The Avengers sent Deadpool to help the heroes down under. Nancy Nuke, Captain Outback, and the Tasmanian... You can't say devil <laughs> who for legal reasons will henceforth be called Gene. And I love when you have this and, and really there's only this one time. And I've talked about this many a time. I do not. When you read a, a comic, do you hear a voice in your head? Do you ever do you, do you have no, that voice? Not going? Really. I never do except Deadpool where Ryan Reynolds is such a, a strong presence of Deadpool now is I do hear him. And I'm telling you when Deadpool says Gene, it makes me laugh every time because I just imagine in my mind that Ryan Reynolds is saying that because he kind of pauses and says it. Uh, but now Deadpool and the uh, Aussie Avengers or Aussie Avengers, which I'm really mad because I don't think that that was in the blurb from last issue. And I had that in my review of the first issue of this arc. I called them stole that. It from I think you. they stole it from me. Are the only line of defense between human life on the continent and thousands of trolls. Crikey. And yeah, so with this, this is going to be a theme, not even just the theme that we talked about with Captain Marvel, but to me, it's a theme that we've had going since the Agents of Wakanda, that me and you really like certain characters. And every time we like certain characters, that means from then on out, they take a back seat because they the Aussie Avengers here- 
should be the main focus. There should be no time on the page that they are not with, you know, with Deadpool and they, you don't get anything really with them. Yeah. They're no. there, but we don't, we don't get any more even progression. Not really what that nuke lady's powers. Are. Yeah. There's no well, jokes remember about another it. big thing was captain Outback being kind of strong and, and the guy's yeah. a behemoth. So we wanted to know, you know, is it the suit? Is he, but we, we don't find that out. You do get more, obviously they are really enamored with the Tasmanian devil, you know, the Australian daredevil that's using the Tasmanian devil deal. And he's going to get, you know, lawsuits and things like that. They go heavy with that, but I needed more of, you know, Nancy Nuke. And I, I wanted more, especially of Captain Outback. He's crazy. He's really cool. So it ends up again, like that would have been the middle issue. That would have been the second of the three issues would have been yeah. them kind Set of doing some stuff. And, and so with this, you have these tie-ins. And I think that this does as good a job, maybe a little less, of the whole uh, Superior Spider-Man where you had Gwenpool basically telling you the rules of what's going on in these tie-ins. Of tie-ins like, Listen, and events. Yeah, like, hey, you know, these tie-ins are going on. We're not going to end up doing anything. Everything we do will end up being inconsequential by the end. It, we're all going to be fine. We're just going to go back to our books. We're going to do that. This plays that as well. And obviously, you know, just like we just did uh, Captain Marvel, you know that they're going to have to switch back the bodies. Well, in a, in a Deadpool, you can play with it a little more. That's why I like the Gwenpool in the, yeah. you know, that's, the West Coast Adventures really like the teaming up with this. Superior. And, and yeah, with this. And, and so you do get to play around still. Scotty Young gets to play around here because not only are you not going to end up with anything being done, but you can even have Deadpool say, okay, you know what? I'm out of here. Jason Aaron, he's going to tie this all up. You know, he's pretty good. You'll get out of here. So you have that, that fourth wall breaking, which ends up being pretty funny too. The problem is you end with a joke and the joke didn't hit very well for me. And, I, yeah. and that combined with the idea that I wanted more of these Aussie Avengers. It, it felt I like needed this more of them. Issue, even, even more than, you know, a, a lot of previous issues in this Deadpool run by Scotty Young was very yeah. committed to breaking the fourth wall throughout. Yeah, too. yeah. Well, and it is. It's even where he calls, you know, Scotty a hack. He's like, because he has the old deal, like, because at one point the trolls talk from off panel because these kids, uh, kids and one very old man. And even that made me giggle. That that one guy, I'm like, there are eight year olds and that guy might be 90. And I don't know if there are people out there. They used to have commercials for Six Flags, uh, Great Adventure. And it was this old guy dancing. Remember those? Yeah. Uh, That would have probably been your Baltimore days that they would have maybe had them. And that guy would. Well, we had Six Flags near Buffalo. We got one in Darien Lake. So you know that guy. That's what it reminded me of. That stupid dancing old guy that drove me nuts. But yeah, they're there. And you get from the right away of this is that, like you said, nothing is going to be of consequence because these kids are there like, hey, you know, we want to get out of here. Deadpool kind of saves them. They go to kill all these trolls to get out. There's a big hooray. And then trolls come up and get them and kill them and eat them, it seems. And they're gone. <laughs> so, you know, you have that. Like and that. You, have, that you have Deadpool's like, that was a huge waste of time. And I yeah. think that that, again, is a little wink, wink of him just saying. And I, I could see if I was Scotty Young, I'd be pretty ticked off that I'm ending my run 
with my, two of the two of, my two last of the last issues. issues, yeah, are yeah. tied into this event. So he's he's especially trying, when you I got all this stuff with the weasel going on and this yeah. and that 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 happened. Yeah, you prior have a lot to, to tie up that this could have been used for that. You didn't need Deadpool's already in other things with the War of the Realms. You didn't need this, but I guess yeah, they wanted Strike it. Force, you know, for example. Line, yeah, yeah. I guess they wanted it line wide. So you have that. So through all this, there is the joke of it not really meaning much. You do get the. Aussie Avengers there with the idea that they're troll busters. You get a little Ghostbusters kind of joke. But when they did that, they're like, Bustin makes us feel good. And yeah. when they said that, <laughs> that actually to me, I'm like, man, I need more of you guys, not just a funny little joke deal. I want, I'm telling you, Fat Cobra. And Captain Outback better be in some book coming up because even that Agents of Wakanda book that's going to be coming out, the Jim Zub book that's going to be coming yep. out in September, I ain't seeing no Fat Cobra in that solicit. And it's getting no. me very angry because He's those were cameo, what we wanted. If anything. I know oh, the crazy man. characters. Yeah, not we just, wanted. We, you know, we I don't it. need Wasp in the Agents of Wakanda book. No. Unfortunately, I want the no. crazy characters, and yeah. she doesn't qualify. I'm still, I'm still looking forward to it. Me and Jim Zub, we, we have a fight going on that he's not aware yes. of, uh, not but really. I am, no. and so no, he's not aware at all. But uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that book. I'll give it a you know the 100 percent shot to see how yeah. it is. Name but alone, I want it gets a couple I want issues for me. Cobra. And I'm telling yeah. you, I really liked it too. I don't want that the, was where I was the saying, traitorous gorilla. I want the fun characters. You I know? know, and I even <laughs> said that when I was doing my new show on Patreon. I'm talking about the thing. I'm like, oh, what's going on with Gorilla Man? I thought that he was bad. I thought that he was, you know, he was going to be the bad guy here. So I guess that's not the case. But yeah, the, when uh, that book was announced, I do have to uh, make a shout out. Uh, the guy Lunchbox twenty seven one seven. I'm sure he's listening right now. He ended up sending me a note. And he's like, "Oh man, did you see this?" And I'm like, "Oh." That's that's awesome. And he's like, I knew you guys would like it. So that's the sort of thing that makes my day all the time when people yeah. message us about stuff like that. But yeah, uh, what happens then are you kind of get some, I guess Lord it's not the, the Avengers it is, but no, you get that. But then you get Luke Cage, Iron Fist and Daredevil show up yeah. and you have the out. Aussie team who's already yelling at, at Deadpool because he's going around calling everybody mate. And using, you know, his Australian <laughs> accent and stuff like that. You're like, hey there, that would be you. Yeah, that What's would be going- you. Oh, there. I would. I'd be, what's going on, mate? I'd be doing stuff like that, and then I'd get killed. But yeah, they show up. This and then is they, a they, knife. They, that ain't a knife. This is a knife. But yeah, you end up in like, oh, man, all right, the good guys are here. And he's like, really? I'm right here. I've been helping you all this time, you jerks. Uh, you do get a little fun interaction with Tasmanian Devil and Daredevil. Daredevil tells him, you know, I we can't get talk lost, about it. Lawyers present. only. But then, yeah, you even have, like, at one point, you have uh, Nancy and Tasmanian Devil. They are married. We had a very cool thing the last issue where we thought it was hilarious. And if you're married, you would definitely think it's hilarious because he works at night just claiming he's nocturnal because he doesn't want to hang out with his wife during the day. He needs his (laughs) his me time. And uh, you don't get anything but at this. You just get one time where he calls her hun. Or, you know, I think it is Hun and she's like, not, not at work. I'm like, oh, that's all we're going to get. And she, at one point, she's just holding a a bomb. And it's like an old school bomb too. one of those with just a fuse. 
And, you know, that's where Daredevil, because looks like you she's have, got beer cans on her shoulder. Yeah. 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 And you just you don't get enough of what's going on with them. But as they're fighting, Luke Cage is like, man, these guys should have head over to New Zealand. They could have been in the and they call it the Ring of the Lords. But the Lord of the Rings, you know, they have that all thing going on. And that's where the Lord of the Rings uh, movies were it's filmed in New yeah. Zealand. So that's kind of the, the deal. Um, the Peter Jackson movies. And so. That's where Deadpool, he just runs. And you think that he's running up. away, but he's actually, yeah. he goes to uh, Ulrich and says. saves that for later. Yeah, he goes, yeah, really. He goes to Ulrich and say, hey, listen, stop this fight. You know, and it, it is funny because even later, they commend Deadpool for this because usually he's for, just going to yeah, kill every nice single person. Um, but you even have Iron Fist. It's like, I'm impressed because he came up with a nonviolent solution where he did go to these trolls and you look the, the head guy says, Hey guys, you can just go to New Zealand. Not only do you not have to fight, but you're going to be treated like Kings. You're, you're going to be the best. Yep. They're gonna, people are going to do selfies and stuff like that. And like, all right, we'll do it. And they go off. And I like where he's talking to the people in New Zealand. He's like, listen, they're not gremlins, which I wish Eric was here. Cause he'd love it. And he's like, you can feed them after midnight. You also should feed them after midnight and before, and even during it, just keep feeding yeah, them because feed if you don't, they're going to eat people. Actually, they're gonna eat people if you don't. And so that's, you know, they think everything's over. That's where Deadpool goes into the break room. And sees Yulik and says, hey, you know, thanks a lot. We all worked out. Everything's done. This is great. And you do have uh, Ulrich like, what? No, no, no. I'm Yulik the Conquerable. You still have to deal with Yulik the Unconquerable, who now is fighting full out everyone. And that's where basically Deadpool's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, the the jet shows up. <laughs> the Quinjet shows up, and it is Nagasonic Teenage Warhead. He just jumps in, and they fly off, and it does say to be concluded. So, yeah, we'll have that issue to see how he wraps the stuff up. But I, I, I can't see how he can wrap the stuff up with Weasel in this book. Yeah, uh, there's I know. Just, there wouldn't That's be enough shame, time. That's a shame, too, because and I was even looking there, forward you, to that stuff. Even that, with uh, it was it Good Night, the villain that was the yeah, Batman? Yeah, 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 we ended up having to kind of push that aside quick to get to. Yeah, just, he kind of just took off and said, eh, I'll deal with yeah, you later. Yeah, because this and had it, to go because I think they yeah. basically said you're going to have to get involved. It's a real shame because I, I still think that this issue has fun. Uh, Nick Klein's art's great. I, I really, yeah, uh, there's I certain really people, I like it a lot. and I, I don't know, maybe it doesn't jive with some people, but there's always going to be an artist that jives with, with you more, and he, he definitely jives with me. I like it. It, it looks like a, uh, almost like a Mad Magazine, Cracked Magazine type of uh, art sometimes to me, yeah. and that is a, that's a huge compliment from me, because those were like, when you would have the parodies of movies at, in yeah. those, I love eight, those. Seventh, they eighth, were, Ninth grade, I loved oh Mad God. Magazine yeah. and Crash Oh, magazine. I, I thought Mad Magazine, and I'm telling you, me and Reggie get into fights because I, I actually at one point liked Cracked more. Uh, but yeah. uh, and he says that's nonsense. But I uh, would go back. I'm and telling forth. you, sometimes yeah. I thought you know I, they, would, I they love, would each have a good issue that month. Yeah, too. and I love that art, that that parody art that they had in that, especially when you'd have movies. Uh, you know, parodied, and I—that's what it reminds me of, and I love. I loved it, so. when they just did anything that I got because I would yeah. read it all, and a lot of it would go over my head, being the age yeah. I was. But some of it, that anything you're, I you're got, I was like, dumb, "Ooh, I really right? like that." You're, yeah, you're a dummy. <laughs> I haven't read they revamped and, and brought back the uh, man magazine I've not read it uh since yeah. that, that I'd like might to have... check one out maybe I'll grab one I this would week. too I used to love it 
I, I used to get it at the supermarket when my mom would take me. And uh, I remember the time, one of the ill-fated times was when I was going to get that. And that was the time at our local uh, grocery store. They did not have a public bathroom and uh, they would not let me Uh-oh. use the, the bathroom there. And I ended up pooping my pants. And there you go. <laughs> what a great story. There's a great story for everybody here, right? Much like, yeah. me, uh, much like me in a birthday party. I yeah, had well, it was the right? worst. I, I was, that was when I was 37, <laughs> but that's fine. No, it's like six and they wouldn't let me use the bathroom. That stinks. But I'm actually yeah, going to go down from my at score. the very end of this issue too i think uh introducing us or giving us a little bit of a taste of the deadpool tie into the current uh carnage stuff coming in yeah too. yeah yeah so that's cool too yeah so uh and you're you're actually reading a bunch of stuff to get ready for that aren't you you yeah. you're still doing that you're still yeah, plowing yeah. through I'm on minimum minimum carnage right now oh, 2012 I got, i'm up to yeah what would you give this issue I'm going to give it a, I guess a seven, three, not quite seven, five. Yeah, I'm going to give I, it a seven, I, eight. I enjoy the art. Um, I, the story is okay. Like it's just Deadpool running around doing different things and fighting in different spots, but I enjoyed yeah. enough of the humor in the issue and some of the, you know, Australian characters we got. I got a few chuckles. Yeah, out I just of need it more. It's a it shame we didn't get more of them. More. I know yeah. that was a bummer. Like they, they were good set up for some jokes like that. We just didn't get this issue, so. Yeah, 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 it stinks. But I'm going to go 7-8. I gave it an 8-5 on the site, and I, I actually think I did that by accident. I actually think I wanted to give it a 7-5 <laughs> because I'm telling you, I read it again. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stick with my 7-5. What the, the heck? There were two reviews I was doing last what? week. I almost forgot to give score. I had to go well, back if, as, after me. almost publishing them and put scores I, I, I might have. Maybe I took my medicine, my Adderall, late that night. I was yeah. feeling good. I, I don't know. I'm you like, get to the end. What the review going you're on? all excited all right knocked yeah, another one out and then i, I just I forget swear, to give it a i score swear sometimes. i might have just accidentally hit an eight i don't know I <laughs> an eight five on there but i'm going down to a seven eight because i was going to go to a seven five but i i did have some fun even talking about it still it's a fun book it's just it, it's just disappointing it, it had it, it was missing some of the things that it could have had and it got me but we're going to go off now that's the end of the first section of the podcast it seems as if we haven't had any technical difficulties so far and i, I shouldn't say that because it's going to yeah, scroll us but i like to kill we're you. doing good so far but we're going to go off now to some mail do you have the time to drive me and brandon line and with science mumble comics at gmail.com we will read them all at the wrong turn says mail call whether they're positive or when they are not You can give a shout out to your peeps Make fun of Brandon but not me It's all for the weekend show Brandon lives in Buffalo Now here's something to say Yo, it's mail call Ah, yes, it is mail call. And if you want to be part of the mail and be the star of the show, email us in at weird science marvel comics at gmail.com just like john jack did and uh i would welcome john jack to the podcast i don't think he has mailed in yet we mention him every episode so i wanted i think <laughs> that people would be like oh this is that john jack he's always talking about and john jack says hey fellas and a good day to the fresh start crew sweet christmas he says i'm glad you guys acknowledge yes. my invention of reading a series from the start if i can patent it i'll be rich someday <laughs> that's quite yeah. when 
you said to me, uh, hey, I'm going to read uh, Carnage from the start. I'm like, uh, you and John Jack, are you both hanging out together or what? But enough <laughs> of that. My fave book this week so far are Savage Sword of Conan 6, Aquaman number 49 over at DC. Arthur being killed for antagonizing a pregnant woman might be the funniest, most probable, probably thing I have ever read this week. Guardian 6 and Daredevil 6. He He's a positive guy. He does like a lot of books. Yeah. And I end up I end up feeling yeah. bad sometimes because he'll he'll mention something in the slack and I'll be like, man, I really like that. And then I have to be a jerk and I have to get involved. I'm like, I hated it. And sometimes I just do it just to be the, yeah. you know, the guy who's a jerk. That's what I'm I, not too off on anything he said there. I don't read Aquaman, though. And uh, Guardians, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm ready for the next arc to kind of refill yeah, I where too. I stand on that book. Yeah. And it's funny because the Savage Sword of Conan 6, uh, we did talk about. We had a weird bunch of books that we were talking about on Thursday night, yeah. the weekday edition. Tried some and different boy, things. Didn't I work cannot out. stress. <laughs> How much better that first time we recorded was! It was so good. We had stories yeah. going, yeah, uh, and, crazy and even things if, in there. Oh my god! If you looked at the, if we actually had that, if it did record, because what ended up happening is the thing didn't record it. I think it ended up being almost thirty minutes, and then we redid it. And it was like eight. Yeah, we ended up just like, oh, I'm not talking yeah. that stuff. Oh, was honestly, pretty solid week so far. But although I'm having a good time, I'm beginning to get a little bored. With the War of the Realms outside of the main title. But don't tell Brandon. Yeah, because that's you guys have been fighting about that. <laughs> also, I have to tell, if you're not in the Slack, which if you once you get into the, uh, you know, the Patreon, then you get invited into the Slack chat, which is just pretty much a, a giant, you know, message board type thing with everybody going there. And it's a real time type deal, almost like a, you know, a big DM session with everybody going on. And if anybody, see, this is what you're missing out on. If anybody mentions anything yes. War of the Realms, Brandon just pops up out of nowhere and, and throws shit. I, I get triggered. That's every time. Yeah. yeah he's just like, what oh, is yeah. it? Do? Call me when I it's do. over. I see it all the time. So just tired stay. Yeah. So he says, <laughs> when are you guys going to do a Conan book? And this is why we ended up doing this. He had sent it earlier this week. And I mentioned it on the, the podcast, the last episode, 89, that the reason were. And maybe I didn't. I, I Did I do? Because that might have been the I first time. I think you time. did the first time. And then and not, I may not have the, the second. second but yeah, that's yeah. the reason why we did Savage Sword of Conan is because of this email and John Jack wanting to. So I was like, the heck with it. You know what? We're going to do Conan for, for John Jack. I heard it was a one shot. And then that led me to say, you know what? We're going to go full John Jack because he's liking the Captain Mar or Captain America book too. The heck with it. It's all John Jack. We end up doing that. That didn't even make the show. John Jack, yeah, your bad luck is what you are. He says, please do a Conan book. Just stay the heck away from that Belit mini. Oh, by the yeah. way, Jim, the best cereal <laughs> yeah. is Frosted Flakes. How dare well, Speaking you? of Frosted cereal, Flakes. guess what I saw at the store today? Oh, what Cotton candy Captain Crunch. Yeah, there you go. I, I want cotton candy cereal, but it's actually just cotton candy. That's what I need. Yeah. Also, I was telling <laughs> Eric, how about, this? <laughs> how about this idea? And it'll go better on this podcast because we talk a lot of cereal. I said to Eric... I want to start a Kickstarter. Now, you you all have, and everybody out there, probably more people who are drinkers than cereal eaters. I'm more of a cereal eater myself. Yeah. Um, you have these micro breweries and these little breweries, and they have the small batches of you know of yep. liquor and uh, even Special, hard liquor yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. The whiskey I want beers, to start a like they get all fancy yeah. with that stuff. I want to start a Kickstarter. I want to start a small batch cereal company, and we're going to have small 
all runs. And I, I'm telling you, I went a whole day telling Eric at work my whole plan. It was all day. And then he was involved. Oh, yeah. He was so excited. And we we realized by the end, this this idea could work if we weren't so lazy. Because we yeah. would have, you know, you would have, you, you lot couldn't of, actually. A lot of marketing or er, er, right deals too, I think, because I, I want to bring back like the Batman serial. Well, Remember yeah. that one? Well, this or, is what we were talking like about. But also be, yeah. what we, what this started out as, as us saying like, hey, what would you do if you made a turtle cereal and we'd kind of come up with things and you're like, Oh, you know, and basically we've joked about it before That's when you a have a cereal, cereal like that. Sure. Yeah, well, this yeah. is the problem is that you have to realize we had some set rules for the thing that would be hanging in the factory. Every cereal has to have marshmallows. That's my rule. There's no cereal <laughs> without marshmallows. Some cereal with more than one marshmallow. Also Eric's set rule Every cereal has to change the milk color and flavor. So we, we have that as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were talking about all the different things because usually when you have these cereals that, you know, a tie-in cereal type of deal, you'll always have just, it's yeah, a version movies. of Kicks or it's a yeah, version it's a of or a little different Crunch. sugar coating. And or I something said, we're not like doing that. that. I'm telling you, we're not doing that. Also, I'm going to have a, f- a flavor lab. That we go because I want to have different flavors. I said I do want to have a cheesesteak cereal, and I think that it would oh sell. Boy. Also, how about this? How about a cereal? I mean, they made one of the sour cereal, pad cereal. One of the cereals I came up with that I would like is a chocolate cereal. Just say a cocoa puffs, but it's slightly spicy. You have a spicy cereal. I think that that would go over well. And uh, yeah, we were coming up with all sorts of things, but we wanted it to be the small batch. So all day, and this yeah. was on Friday. I'd we walked around the hell out of that. We we walked around just whispering "small batch" is what we were saying to each other and giggling. <laughs> also, one of the other rules is the box has to be very enjoyable to read because that's what I always did. I'd sit and read the box. I don't need nonsense on the box. It has to have real no, fun. Get stuff. your mazes off the box. I don't yeah, want to do a no. maze on the box. Eric wants, uh, you know, the, the back of the box to be a mask. I'm like, get out of town. Hidden, I need hidden pictures. I like the hidden pictures. Yeah. Well, we'll have some fun. Like Small that. batches. Keep me busy. Keep my eyes busy. Small I don't want no batches. maze though. Get the mazes you, out of there. We could just do any flavor. That that we want. I I want a Runtz cereal, which they I may just have want had you to bring already. Bring back old movie. Oh yeah, I said. Well, that also like, was uh, the bit, bit that you know, number one. Ninja Turtles I'm, had a cereal that would be I'm, awesome. I'm going back, back to get the original recipes of some things as well because yeah, Flutie Flakes. Can I stomp on them like Jimmy Johnson, <laughs> like a jerk? Um, with with the deal, I also people like the monster cereals. You know, Frankenberry and Count Chocula. They are not the same formula they were before. They're nonsense now. They stink. And I want to bring back the original formula is what I want. And so then yeah. and we're going to start oh, a yeah. Kickstarter. Oh, I agree with you. Uh, and he says he likes Frosted Flakes because they don't float, meaning you can fill your bowl to the top and not worry about it. That is true. But uh, Frosted Flakes get uh, very soggy very quick, especially yeah, if you put quick. a lot in I go in light that. on the milk in my Frosted Flakes. Yeah, I'm actually Frosted Flakes. And I, I, I've told you and a bunch of people, I do like to really go heavy on the milk. So Frosted Flakes, I was going to tell you as a weird cereal that if I'm going to eat it, it's probably the only cereal that I would prefer to eat it dry. And that's not yeah. my style. I, I'd rather that, that's have That's why I actually like the Flutie Flakes. They were a Frosted Flake knockoff, no. but covered with about eight times more 
sugar yeah. so they didn't get super soggy. That's what bottom. you need. Also, we need to have Frosted Flakes with marshmallows. Uh, and Frosted Flakes, to me, they have a really bad aftertaste. I'm not a real f- big fan of the Frosted Flakes. I just hate uh, picking it out of my teeth afterwards. It but yeah, really you don't have to worry about the teeth. overflow, he says. And uh, thanks for reading and enjoying those early Marvel books. You've earned them. And he's saying the early uh, review copy. So thank you. Uh yeah, and if you want, if if you're not aware, John Jack is on the Comic Watch podcast and YouTube channel. So look that up as well and check him out. Well, my favorite thing for doing that, and I do watch all of their episodes, and I do have to watch it because I have to see where John Jack appears. I sit there and I try to sit there and like, is he in his car again? I swear there was one episode that he had like seven location changes. It was almost like he was Cher with, <laughs> with her, you know, outfits changing. I mean, where the heck is he? Uh, but yeah, check that out. And that's the end of the first mail section. We just have two sections with one mail each. So we're going to go off now and continue with the books. All right, Brandon. And what is next? We got Tony Stark, Iron Man. I don't know what <laughs> okay number. There? Number 11? It yeah. is number uh, 13 is what 13. it is. Lucky 13, all right. Yes, it is. Dark Odell Elf Beckham. King. Yeah, I, I'll real, I'm going to be honest here. I never realized the K was so late in Malekith's name. But yeah. <laughs> until oh, right go. now, it's spelled in computer <laughs> language. It's really slapping me across the face yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dark Elf King Malekith. Has incited a war across the Ten Realms, and he's convinced the dragon, Satarang, to pay a visit to Stark Unlimited. Tony and his Stark Unlimited team manage to chase Satarang off for now, but in the wake of the battle, the Iron Man armor is leaking magic energy. And we're not really sure how we get a little bit of an explanation here, but I don't know if I can make much sense of it, to be honest. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) did you say the credits? Oh, no, I, I did oh, not. Wow, I'm way, I'm way on. off here. Oh, my Writer goodness Gail Simone, artist Pablo Vaninelli, <laughs> colors by Edgar Galdado, and letters BC's Joe Caramondo. This getting late. You getting tired? Yeah. You, is yeah, that no, what's happening? No. You get, I slept in nice and did you sleep 9.30-ish in? today. I ended up, I last night I went to bed at, I believe, a quarter of 7 a.m., I could not go to sleep. You can always tell if you are on the Patreon, you'll be able to tell when old Jimmy boy can't fall asleep because you'll wake up and I'll already have the DC podcast Just talking nonsense in and the slack deal. or something. Uh, no, I, and that, but I also, I think I ended up uploading the early uh, access to the DC podcast at like three 30 AM. Then I couldn't get to sleep. And so I got to sleep. And then at about eight 30, uh, my son started screaming and yelling because, you know, he was playing that ultra competitive game of Uno on uh, Xbox Live. And he was screaming oh, and Jesus. he's doing it right now, too. He's downstairs. You probably have heard him at least one time during the uh, screaming. I just. But yeah. So I, I am getting tired. But we go into this and this is, you know, we're going to finish off the idea and, and finish off these tie in deals because the next book we're going to be talking about does not tie in to the War of the Realms. So you have this. My biggest problem I have. Have with this issue and i really like what gail simone did in the first part of this story yeah me too uh, because it really did seem there were some and it continues a bit there's some important things going on here for people who are reading the tony stark deal uh, mainly the idea that he isn't human he is an ai type of recreation but also the idea that he drank in the escape and and when yeah. we when we really ended up reading that here. we thought that that wasn't so big but i guess the angle is the idea that he is an ai so that 
that kind of is his world. But also at this point, too, Gail Simone's doing a better job at all of that, where not only did now he he craves drinking, he wants to drink more. That's that's a big step here. And, you know, you don't want the drunkard Tony Stark back. So he has that. (laughs) My biggest problem, though, with this issue is we jump in and. A lot of the stuff, I know that you can't have full recaps, right? You can't recap last issue all the time. But a lot of these characters that are thrown in, a lot of the situations that are going on, I just need a little bit of a reminder of their names. I need a little bit of a reminder of what they do. I mean, you do have pretty much, you know, this this guy here who is also a dragon. So dragon, when it yeah. starts Sattering. off, I, I, yeah, Sattering. I wish that it would have like started right away because it just, I know I'm a dummy. It's only been two weeks, but still, as I'm going on, it just kind of, you get thrown in and i'm like okay here we go oh yeah there was the magic armor and then that kind of is explained in the weirdest way that the magic was not they thought that centering the dragon uh you did know the asgardian dragon wizard they, they yeah that he did something it wasn't it was he came in proximity of the stark and then it ended up uploading what would be a magical virus to the stark unlimited servers which then then went back to the suit and the, you're getting a little turns crazy. them into a night basically and you're you're getting a little crazy with this and i do like the idea of tony stark not liking magic because he is a guy of science. So I do, but it's not pushed enough. It's like where you had a, a Christoph Gage doing uh, with that with Superior Spider-Man. It was better done. Like you got the idea of how irritated he was with this idea yep. of magic and things going on. Tony's there, but because the suit then turns into medieval armored, you know, Tony <laughs> yep. Stark. He seems to just go with it. Then he's, you know, doing spells that rains frogs, which he does twice. But you, you're Comes getting back a lot later, of, yeah, yeah you're getting way. a lot of things that are just kind of just thrown there. Like, hey, your suit's magical. Oh well, let's go with it. And then you go with that, and then you end up having, you know, Doctor Shapiro. And this was one of where I really thought, like, oh man, I like Doctor Shapiro, the cat in the mecca. And that's just thrown in there without any sort of idea. Some people probably are like, what are they talking about? Because the art, while I like the art, there's points where it's not as detailed. And it, it kind of threw me off a little. But yeah, yeah. pretty much it's just... It's this one, it echoes a lot of the Captain Marvel, my feelings on the Captain Marvel book. Whereas the Deadpool yeah. one, I enjoyed more aspects of that title and the characters in it yeah. here. I, it's just all being thrown at me and I'm just having it a hard time at, interpreting now, what's going that, on. And I will tell you dialogue I, and points. Yeah. I still like the dialogue though. I, there is a lot of dialogue, but I do like, I think Gail Simone has the voice down for Tony really well. I think that that's really good. It's just that again, things are rushing to an end. And I think that where Gail Simone, where the others, where you had Captain Marvel and Deadpool that we talked about. Um, yeah, especially Captain Marvel. Deadpool, actually, I have to say, the pacing throughout was pretty good. But again, you got to yeah. play around with the idea that Deadpool is just goofy. and he, But Captain Marvel seemed to, oh my, we rushed to the end. Actually, Gail Simone and, and kind of what we said when Hot Shots, Domino Hot Shots number one started, where 
she does tend to stay in a spot for a little too long. So when yeah. you do get through this issue, the pacing is a little slower than I think it should be to set up all this stuff that ends up just kind of being explained with a, a wave of a hand anyway uh, by the end. Uh, because I would have liked them to get more near the end quicker. Uh, he does. Tony does call Janet who then shows up and I like that part. She shows up and then basically Tony figures out that, okay, with this armor being magical, I'm not able to affect that, you know, the dragon. Again, it's very, it's very forced (laughs) though, because I wish that the magic was given to him by, you know, Sadarang, because then you could say that he did it on purpose so that Tony couldn't affect him, but it's ending up, Oh, you have magic. Oh, we can't have magic. Yeah. Yeah. And Oh, we can't have magic. So, Hey, Janet shows up finally. Hey baby, what I missed? Oh man, you're here. Can you, you know, distract the dragon? And even when, how, what do you need? I need four minutes. I, I forget the exact time. Oh, here it is. I need four minutes, 18 seconds. And then she's like, all right. I didn't realize that what he was saying, that he needed her to distract Sadarang for four yeah. minutes and 18 seconds. I don't know why that didn't click in my head because then <laughs> she goes to attack. I'm like, why is she attacking him? He's a big dragon. She's just the wasp. And then she ends she up then where that is the time that Tony thinks that he needs to go and get the, the Mach 1 suit, the, the yeah. original Iron Man suit. And this is where... You see how the machinations of this, where Gail Simone got the idea that, okay, I have to have a reason why the the Tony suit is being affected by the internet and the, the server for, you know, Stark Unlimited, so that I could go get, you know, it's all a setup to go to End the wow moment suit. to get yeah. the original suit, which he then comes out and says, not only does this suit kick butt, it's only for kicking butt, but also it's not connected to the internet it's not online it's not so you i can't be affected by this magical virus in stark unlimited and then you just get a fight you, you just end up yep. a fight oh, he but, destroys them once he gets and that's that's run. the thing here too is he through this whole thing he is still thinking about that he you know isn't really human he's also thinking about that he might be a drunk again he also wants to tell <laughs> janet about yeah, it but he he's wants also to spill the beans but yeah he wants to out. tell janet but he's also pissed and he gets a little out of hand it looks like he's gonna kill centering but then janet stops him and says whoa 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 yeah, you know he, he goes y- full you gotta Wolverine back here almost. yeah he's going full, all full out Wolverine yeah, kills yeah all. really <laughs> yeah and he's gonna do it she stops him but even that he wants to tell her And it's one of those that this will be, if anything, in all of these issues, uh, a couple things. They mentioned Jocasta a bunch of times that she's not around. So that'll be played out later in the series. But one of the bigger things is the idea that Tony wants to tell Janet that he did drink and wants to drink again. And uh, he doesn't. He ends up saying to her, hey, I, I end up, you know, I have... Uh, something to tell you and she's like oh what what is it he's like oh you got to do it tony tell her you love her uh, i don't like magic she's like yeah, yeah neither do i you, you told me that before yeah. and the club, uh, buddy. yeah so that's gonna that seems to be the big thing that'll play out yeah. as it goes on now with that i would not mind one bit 
if Gail Simone would continue on this book. I think that she really writes. And yeah, I no. think that the, I, I the interaction, it I think, it's just that this is tied into War of the Realms. I think yeah, that what she, she does kind of have her handcuffed yeah. story. And I really, I do, really do like, yeah, I like the uh, interaction, especially with Tony and Janet that she writes here. Now, with this too, the big thing is Soderang, when he did show up, the big thing, if you remember from last issue, and it continues in this is, where's the gold? I want the yeah. gold. And he ends up going and you have this weird you have a weird deal of a a former broker who's now home it's very forced but i went to trillions (laughs) of dollars and when tony does show up to fight he recognizes himself even in satarang where he's like man i used to be like satarang and he's like no no you know what i am satarang that we get obsessed and he even says that when he was obsessed with money that led to then when he got all the money, then he's obsessed with, you know, he always has to have an obsession. He always has to be, he's, he's got an addictive personality. So he needs to be addicted to something. And uh, he's afraid that it's going to be booze again. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty much a quick issue. Like I said, I like the art for the most part. Some of the panels, it's like one of those where some of it looks really, really good. And then a couple panels look a little off, but uh, yeah, I, choppy, I liked it you know. in general. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven. I still liked it enough. Um, you even get a little tie back where you had that that Hulk buster deal that he yeah. was working on last issue. That Rips he needs off that. his armor even for that, some there was reason because he can't deal because get he it said, off. He said he can't get the armor off, but then why could he put the visor? It was way off. And then it, you yeah. would guess that if he couldn't take it off, it would hurt him when he t- – it, it just was – there was a lot of weird things in this that kind of was, were forced in. Maybe I'm going to go down to a 6.8. Uh, I'll go positive yeah. to a 7. What it's would you get? not a bad idea. I'm going to go 6.5. I liked it a little better than Captain Marvel, but it, it still okay. wasn't – as as much as I enjoyed the first part of this story, yeah, that, you know that surprisingly caught my attention. Really even though it good, connected into yeah. one of my trigger points, War of the Realm. So uh, yeah, and know, that's I, crazy. It is what it is. I don't. I don't either disagree with you. I would like to see Gail Simone stick around on this title because I've enjoyed her take on what's going on more than Dan Slott and and Jim yeah. Zub. You know, tag and, and yeah, it, so. Jim Zub jumped in because you had. You know, Dan Slott couldn't keep up. Uh, yeah, he's I've a one-book guy. Like, if you give him yeah. more than one book, he is falling behind on it. And, and, and even it's he has trouble staying on I, time with I that know one. That, yeah, and I know people have some issues, different issues with Gail Simone, but I've never heard anybody uh, complain that she, you know, doesn't get issues done. Uh, and I, I like, I like her dialogue. I like how she writes Tony. I just think that she ended up with the story, and again, it felt like it should have been three issues. All of these kind of did, um, yeah. but. That's that. And we're going to move on to the next section of mail. Yo, it's mail call. Oh, it's mail call. We're going to jump right into this. And mail (laughs) section number two is Johnny Fresno. And Johnny Fresno says, hey, weird sciencers. Sorry about your technical difficulties recording the episode. From what you said, the version I heard was the third recording, at least it was. Oh, it was the worst. I hope you guys. It was funny, too, because the first time we ended up doing it and that failed. So then we start up the second one, and boy, I could not get any traction on that second one. Yeah, I, yeah, that ended up mouth. being just me. I, I couldn't get any thoughts together because all I kept thinking about was how angry I was that that first one didn't work. So I kept <laughs> failing. I hope you guys got some sleep that night. 
I don't remember. I'm reading the main Jason Aaron Conan <laughs> mag and enjoying it. A lot of people are. I ended up, I almost yep. put it on the Patreon poll uh, because it looks like it might be starting something new, but I was like, I don't new know arc. if Brandon wants to be involved with that. I liked your review of Savage Sword, though. You had a lot of fun with the mag, and it made me have fun with the review. Oh, my. All the stuff that was left on the cutting room floor. We talked about the idea of my dad solding spam. That came up. I talked (laughs) about the... Uh, and pizza. We talked about you know rules that I thought that you and your friends had when you put on those vests and go to the Buffalo <laughs> Bills games. I mean, nothing had anything to do with the book. It was just no, nonsense, no, no. but it was fun. I'm still not ready to read more than one Conan book a month, though. Well, I'll enjoy any reviews you do of any Conan mags. Uh, we'll be doing uh, – there's another Conan book coming up that I think might be like a one-shot or a, a, you know, a mini-type deal that maybe we'll deal with. You have some valid points about the Guardians of the Galaxy series this point. The first story arc mainly tied up plot threads from the Infinity War series. I still enjoyed it because of the characters and the action. This was an epic brawl to stop the Thanos resurrection. I'm I'm having fun with this mag and I can overlook the indiscretions. I'm also very happy to see Beta Ray Bill and Lockjaw on the team. So was I. Aaron yelled, like, made fun of me yeah. because I said oh, that. I, I think he totally interrupted my points when I was like, oh, I like Lockjaw. I like Better. And, he, yeah, and I like that triggered too. him for sure. Yeah, he got <laughs> upset. He he didn't like it. I think that he didn't like it, though, uh, because of the thing that I said I was worried about, that they only do one thing. He did say Beta Ray Bill only throws that hammer. And then I said, yeah, Lockjaw only makes teleportation deals. Yeah. Um, but I still I like I them on the well, team. He is only a dog. I don't know, I don't, yeah. I don't know what Moon else you Dragon, want from- <laughs> Moon Dragon. I don't really know yeah. Moon Dragon. I, I, I couldn't tell you anything about those two yeah, sitting on yeah, the other side yeah. of the table there. Did you talk about Captain America 11 in the podcast? I remember you mentioning yeah. it in the intro. I still listen to you in the gym and I might have spaced out and missed the conversation. It was not on. It ended up being so out of sync and with three people out of sync, I could not get it to work. I tried yeah, and tried. It's tough. only happened a couple of times. There was one time on the uh, DC part that we were doing uh, me, Chris and Eric that was way off and I couldn't get it to work and this did not work um he says i have quit and restarted this run of captain america three times and i'm probably going to drop it again i ended up saying and i i was gonna say maybe we would do a quick review of it tonight so i reread the issue and i just i'm not comfortable talking about it because i yeah. haven't read up I until this know. point and pretty much it was a prison break you know there, there you go and you had the prison break <laughs> you have the daughters of liberty and there dryad yeah. at the end fighting yep. the foreigner Don't know uh, any there of you go people. there's my review he ended up i thought that one of the best things though was hilarious because double aaron did point out that anytime cap goes and grabs a manhole it does have arm straps on it and that is pretty yeah. funny I, I actually think that tony stark does fund that throughout the mcu anytime oh, yeah. somebody's doing uh, road a marvel work, universe American yeah, oh, project, I think that you know, he, the Captain America project. I think that he project. ends up doing that. Yeah, yeah, they end up, yeah, they call it the Captain America project where every manhole in the United States and the world needs to have arm straps so that he can yep. use that. Uh, sure, the Daughters of Liberty is made up of some really cool heroes, but they got 18 pages and Cap got six. Yeah, yeah, it was tough. And and basically, here's my review or my discussion of it. You had the, the whole prison break. The Wrecking Crew ended up helping... Uh, you know, Captain America go out while 
people that I didn't know talk to each other. There you go. That was my deal. And then yep. at the end, Dryad fought the foreigner. And I'm telling you, uh, before and after, I wouldn't have known which was Dryad or the foreigner, but yeah. I do know now. Uh, when when so I, I see I, Tanishi Coates' name on a comic book, that is a determining yeah. factor in me not reading it lately. Yeah, it's, it's He tough. just doesn't it, write anything tough. that interests me. I don't know. Because um, – I, I, I said before, it's, it upsets me a little not liking Captain America because that was the book that I wanted to do when we did the podcast. Yeah. There were two, there were a couple things. I say this about a lot of books. Like I even said during Guardians of the Galaxy, but Guardians of the Galaxy was one of those like, oh man, that'll be cool to do. Because you uh, like the movie love, so much. Yeah. I love the character of Captain America and I want to, and, and two things I've said before, I wanted Captain America. That's what I wanted to read and review on the, the podcast. And I also wanted to get involved with Spider-Man with two people, you and Eric at that point, who Spider-Man's their favorite character. Though I still yeah. thought Wolverine was your favorite character uh, at that point. But I, I I like to get involved reading books and talking about books with people who like the character more than me. And especially you have a Spider-Man where it, it's almost like a, if you like comics in general, not even just Marvel comics, you should at least like a little bit of Spider-Man. You yeah. can get upset Spider-Man's hard too to many dislike. books. Yeah, I just I said it, even on my uh, my weekly news show uh, this past weekend, uh, when we first started the Fresh Start podcast, there weren't a ton of Spider-Man books. And so I, I sat there and I thought, is everybody complaining all the time that there's too many Spider-Man books? There's not too many going on. Oh, my. Now there's like seven million. Yeah. We have full podcast. And every podcast new miniseries that comes deal. out is a Spider-Man yeah, miniseries. You, I see what yeah. people are talking about now. But uh, yeah, he says that Cap only got six pages and the Daughters of Liberty got 18. I could care less about Dryden Farner. I don't think it's too much to ask that the title character be given the spotlight in their own mag. The thing that got me, and when we did do the failed review, uh, Aaron ended up reading the blurb at the beginning. We said, you're going you're gonna to take the whole charge of this because you've been reading. And in that blurb, you had to mention that they hated his face and I, I wanted to punch somebody. I'm so sick yeah. of that phrase now. I'm telling you, my wife hates I'm my just face. So sick I don't of any sit there and say it all the time. Empire. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I need to get away from that as well. Uh, thanks for making great podcasts. And and with that, it seems like Tennessee Coates, obviously he is a politically driven guy. He is. Um, but he seems to be that more than writing Captain America. And I think I even missed a line in this. He says, Mr. Coates seems to have little interest about actually writing Captain America. Uh, and I do think that he's more pushing this political angle of it. And where I did have people, uh, John Jack from earlier, when we talked uh, with him in the mail, he would get on and say, boy, it's like, this is the brew baker, you know, part two. This is, that's Cap supposed to be political. That's political. And it just, it just doesn't doesn't feel like the cap that I want that, you know, you may enjoy the political angle, but I think that he cares more about the politics of it than the character. And in the roundabout way, like we say over at the DC deal about like a, a green arrow, it seems that nobody can write him anymore without saying that he's SJW. Look, he's an SJW warrior. Oh, he's this. <laughs> and, and they can't get away from that. I, I just want a character. These are also, you know, I know they're just comic characters but they are just men doing things and you don't have to every second remind us that they are political deals uh thanks for making great podcasts look forward to them three times a week because johnny fresno is a patron because he says the patreon marvel spotlight 
the main podcast and then the weekend edition. It's funny that the main podcast always has less books than the weekend edition, but it's still considered <laughs> the main podcast. But yeah, yeah, thank you, Johnny. And thanks for all that. And yeah, we're going to go off now to finish up the podcast with one last book. All right. And here we are with the last book. And what is that? Brandon? I don't know the number to anything today. It's Daredevil seven. number seven. Daredevil there it is. number seven. <laughs> Daredevil number seven, written by Chip Zdarsky, art Zdarsky. by Lionel Francis Yu and Sonny Gao. Danny Kazim, I think, is inks or letters. Oh, no. VCs Clayton Cowles will be letters. Yeah, no, Danny he's Kazeem, the assistant editor. How dare you? Uh, he probably right, heard. If stop. he's listening, he is mad. He is yeah. so mad at you yeah. right now. I, yeah, I, I just think, paid him way less money than he really gets. Yeah, I think that uh, basically, I, yeah, there's there's only a couple in the art team here. So Yeah, they got don't you. got them labeled here on the copy I'm looking at. But anyway, uh, Daredevil was wanted for murder. Detective Cole North, a tough-as-nails transplant from Chicago. has been tasked with bringing the kitchen's guardian devil in. But Matt Murdock's is done being Daredevil. Detective North has also come up against the contingent of his fellow officers who do not appreciate his clean cut by the book's attitude. No devils, only God. Part two. Yeah. Yeah. So you have it where you have Cole North, who we've enjoyed. And and we were fully waiting for him pretty much to become Daredevil, right? You, you would yeah. think that. Oh, that's what I was waiting for. And because he, he hated Daredevil so much. And then he'd end up realizing that Daredevil was better, you know, was but a I think agent he of still good. might be because it's the only way he might be able to make a difference with good cops Maybe. hating him, bad cops well, hating him. And you this know? is the problem here is that he is in the hospital because he, if you don't remember the last issue he got the crap beat out of him before owls guys came and ended up shooting these bad cops and killing them and then whispering like hey thanks for getting rid thanks from the owl for getting rid of daredevil and he's telling the story like internal affairs or a detective here trying to figure out what's going on and he knows and he's a good detective so he knows everything he even knows the people who shot him and the things going on you know he's like you know everybody the cops uh, the bad guys (laughs) and he's like you know owlsley owlsley's enforcer he's the one uh james wastrel normally unaffiliated you know i don't know who did the shot, but you know, they got shot, whatever. And the the big thing in this is the detectives there and they're saying, Hey, uh, you know, uh, I guess this detective Tyler survived. So he's been told this and Cole's like, Hey, I heard detective Tyler survived the shooting. That's awesome. Right. You better arrest him the minute that he gets better because you know, and I'll be good about this. He arrest him for assault assaulting an officer i won't go with the attempted murder but pretty much that's what they were doing they were going to kill me but you know and even have the detective was like you know cole i don't know you're going to want to do that and he's like no 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 do your job detective do Do your job and yeah he wants to do that um yeah, and this is a an issue that it's a slower paced issue than we've gotten from Daredevil, but it's right if you're reading Daredevil, it's right down the line with it. But the big thing here is that Kingpin has called a meeting with all of these, you know, the criminal underground type deal that are going. And yeah, you have Owsley who's kind of stepping over his bounds a bit. He is being a jerk. We've seen this, especially we saw once Daredevil was off the docket. You saw that Owsley's just like, all right, I'm going full out. I, I'm in now. And they even mentioned this. But, yeah, I like that uh, you have Kingpin set up this meeting in a bank vault, and they think they're set, getting set up at this one point. And, you know, you have these little, you know, spats between these crime bosses. 
And Kingpin just says, listen, uh, you know, I'm out. I'm done. I'm not I'm I'm not gonna do this crime nonsense anymore. And it's it's tied into Daredevil, you know, now that Daredevil's not around, he, he doesn't seem to have the drive uh to do a lot of these things. Plus he's the mayor and he's he's able to do a lot more as the mayor, and he's kind of looking, you know, the other way with these crime. Crime hasn't been better. You have Daredevil off the, you know, off the playing field, but also Kingpin kind of there to push things around for them. So that's the big thing coming out of this issue for the most part is, you know, Kingpin retiring. I mean, it, does that shock you or you you have anything to say about it? No, I mean, I, I kind of expected it to happen sooner or later with him getting all into this mayor stuff and it seemingly going well for him. Yeah, it seems um, to be going it, real it well. It didn't really catch me off guard. I I, I didn't think he was going to kill these guys all in the bank vault, basically. I, I didn't anticipate that happening. Yeah, yeah. So you have all this going on. And uh, he, like you said, there's, they can go and do their thing. He says, you guys don't fight. Try to keep the crime at a minimal. And, you know, so that... You don't draw yeah, attention stay in your to your area and, and don't cross the, cross the line you're up. not supposed he to even, cross. Even oh, yeah, Kingpin he's even totally going to screw yeah, it up. Even Kingpin says, he's like, yeah, he's the trouble one. He He's going to end yeah. up causing trying to get all drugs all over the place. Oh, yeah, and... he's the worst. He's a piece of crap is what he is. Uh, you, go <laughs> I mean, just, to... you can tell by his haircut. Look at that haircut. Nobody yeah. with that haircut is up to and any the, good. And those, those nails. I mean, really, he, he, <laughs> I know that you have, you know, your whole motif here, but you can cut your nails. But yeah, so yeah. the other thing is in this where they're like, hey, Daredevil spotted. And I really like Kingpin where he knows Daredevil. I mean, this is where you get this yeah. whole deal. He, he seems sad too a bit, right? He seems yeah. like really oh, yeah. sad it's that like he his doesn't best friend have. friend has left him almost. Yeah. Well, and it is. It's the same Feels thing lonely. like we said even earlier, the idea of Batman without a Joker, but it would be Joker without the Batman here. He does feel like, you know, a bit of his life is taken away kind of. And they're yeah. like, oh man, what well, do you think of this? He- I think he's real bummed too about it because he didn't get to solve that problem. Yeah, you know, yeah. somebody else really kind of did it for him when that was yeah, his and mission. Yeah, he doesn't have any so idea. And I really like this where they're like, "Hey, hey, boss, you know, what do you think of this? They say that the daredevil's out." And he's like, "No, no, that ain't the daredevil. Yeah, I don't that's got an impersonator. that special feeling I got. Yeah, you know, like, I don't it, have that feeling." And they all look at him like, like "What it was. are you talking about? What did you take yeah. him to the prom there, buddy? What are you Professor yeah, X all of a sudden?" I like it too that you have. You also have these little things in in my mind what's setting up to you have a story where i i don't know if this is going out on a limb i believe that matt murdoch will be daredevil again i I don't know if that's crazy right the idea but i like the idea that then kingpin will be back to kingpin and i think that we're getting a little inkling in this where it, it even started last issue where people are starting to talk to him a little bit more than they used to. They're, yeah, not they're losing their trash fear. talk, but they're losing their fear for Kingpin. And that's what happens when you're not, he, he's now the mayor. He's, he's, yeah, he's not, not fully respectable, the yeah. but he's not, he's not there that if you talk back and, and to him talking back is Kingpin would say, Hey, you know what? We're going to have Turkey on rye for lunch. And you say, Oh, I'm not real big on rye. You're dead. He'll, he'll hit yeah, you over the head with a baseball shut your bat. head in a car door. Yeah, or he's something like, you know what? Yeah. Like I, I don't care what you say. We're all eating rye and you're going to like it. Uh, and Pete, they're, they're not doing this anymore. Like you said, even at this point, the lady's like, Oh man, you know, there's, you know, daredevil's always a problem for uh, us. 
And he's like, you were going to say me, weren't you? And any other time you think that he would have just a bat, right? I always think of a bat. It's like the untouchables uh, where you have Robert De Niro. He's like, you know, know, everybody's in a baseball team here and, you know, it just starts beating them up with the bat. Uh, But yeah, so I I like that thing where Chip Zdarsky is giving you a full story where, again, I even said that in Invaders, even in this book, too, he is doing such a good job in these two books of thinking about things before the reader would. You know, we're so into the idea of Matt Murdock not being Daredevil. He's, you know, Chip Zdarsky's three steps ahead of us already with how he's working this. Uh, Because then you go back to Matt and pretty much Matt seems like he might be maybe a little bit lonely, maybe the, the except, but he's now a better guy. He, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? He, he remembers Foggy's birthday. I'm Foggy, I don't remember the last time you ended up remembering my birthday. And he's like, yeah, it was probably like when we were in college. And so Matt's a better guy to everyone. And, and he's also. Yeah, and it wraps around to that book he was looking for when he yeah, ran into that lady yeah, in the that bookstore. Was what he he's did. thinking and about her again. Yeah, he's thinking of Mindy. He's even like, you know, with everything Wasn't she down. Married? My, yeah, she was or engaged, or, but I know that she had somebody. I think that maybe, yeah, I think it was married, Matt, you piece of crap. But yeah, he's like, with my, with my life slowed down, I, you know, different things going through my head and stuff. And I keep thinking of this Mindy, but that was the book that he ended up giving Foggy. Uh, yeah. And also he's really good at his job. This, this parole officer thing, he, he's really good. And in fact, the, the lady there, you know, his boss, she ended up getting a, uh, like a braille fax, like a, printer. a copy yeah, deal. Bra- yeah, braille a printer, braille printer. Yeah. And I like this where she's like, yeah, you know, I figured, and why do you like the braille? And he says, you know, I, I could have the audio play, but that that's not good for people who are coming in. You don't want to listen I'm, to that computer. No, and then, you, you know, that's and then miserable. people <laughs> you get embarrassed. And yeah, he said that that takes away their dignity. So I like to read it. It's a different deal. I can read it. They don't, they know what they did. They don't need that repeated out yeah, loud. Other people might hear whatever. So she says like, hey, you know, we got this Braille printer. You know what that means? He's like, what? You can't quit. We, we just spent Eight trillion dollars. I mean, yeah. they, they probably used their whole budget. And it reminds me, this is a story that goes back to my uh, junior high days that me and my buddy, I played a lot of sports. You did as well. And uh, one of the things that we would do at that point, uh, I joined up for the track team, even though at that same time I was on the baseball team. But I joined up on the track team just to to run and do some wacky things. It was for wrestling and things like that. But, it, you know, it was kind of like a joke. We just did it. Yeah. And uh, my buddy, though, my buddy Jamie, who is a piece of crap. Uh, He ended up thinking that he had to get a little more involved because I ended up, I was just a sprinter. So I, and I didn't have to practice. I'd just show up for the meets and we'd sprint and whatever. Uh, He decided that he wanted to be the pole vaulter and we didn't have a pole vaulter. And then, so he wanted to be a, I'm telling you, it's seventh grade and he wants to be a pole vaulter. I'm really, (laughs) and so they ended up having to buy him a pole vault. They, they needed the pole because they yep. didn't have one his size. And then he quit the next day. It arrived. He tried to do it. He couldn't. And he quit. So they ended up spending money on this pole vault. 
And, and yeah, just like this uh, Braille machine that they're going to end up wishing <laughs> they never bought because he's going to go. Uh, but yeah, Matt goes and sees this new client. He goes in and this guy, you know, this is one of those guys. Hey, you know, I, rough I don't around the edges, here. dude. Yeah, he's just like he, he's beaten down. But he does say it's because his family has had problems and his mom needs money. So, his, you know, his brother and him were doing, you know, small con stuff and trying to rob things. He's selling some drugs. And uh, when his brother died, which comes up, he had to up his game. Now he has to make money for two. And that's why he got caught. He wouldn't have been caught. Now his brother's dead. Yeah, that's he's up, a tragedy. In, up in the crimes and they're getting yeah, bigger. Yeah, he has and... to up it to, to pay, get the money for his mom. So then that's where, you know, he's telling the story. And Matt's like, well, don't tell me this stuff. Because if you tell me all about my bro- your brother, I'm going to have to report this. This is what's going on here. You are in a office where you can't just tell me crimes. I And he's like, it doesn't matter. My brother's dead. Dare devil killed him and that's the guy that that yeah, Matt killed him out and it freaks he has a panic attack he goes it looks like he almost is having a heart attack he is yeah, it looks problems. like his heart's gonna burst yeah, out he of his is chest. he and i i would say legitimately this is a full-out panic attack and i think it is well done that way that it really gives you uh you know that whole idea he goes out he needs air he's trying to get out uh but yeah with that whole deal you, you then go back to kingpin but we pretty much described that whole situation where he said listen the, the city's mine i'm the mayor i'm going to make sure that these deals still go through that you'll be able to do your crime just don't you know point too much attention yeah, don't but draw the city's mine yeah. the city beneath the city's yours meaning the underground stuff you know the the crime and stuff but yeah you know Alsley's going to step over the line that that's oh, all yeah. yeah so then as, Matt as ends soon up as at, daredevil or uh daredevil kingpin pushes that off on him and he says the city beneath the city is yours that's like fair game for Owsley in his mind to just do yeah. whatever he wants yeah so and, and the big thing that ends with kingpin is him basically going off in his limo and saying listen wesley uh daredevil's dead so how about we live now and that's exactly what matt's doing as well so it's almost like this idea that's such a weird thing that chip sadarsky's doing that i think is so cool without each other that they can actually have a life yeah now they both can have a life And yes, other people are going to get hurt. With Kingpin, I think that you're going to see, obviously, we even see by the end. With Daredevil, not around. There's a void, and somebody is filling that void. Somebody who probably is going to get hurt eventually, if not now. Also, the, the crime is stepping it up a little. Kingpin, not being the crime boss and just being the mayor, now he's not there for when Owsley starts doing something and where he would have been there and not even just Owsley, anybody where Kingpin, when he is in charge, you only get an inch out of line. You'll never go that any further because he'd be there to stop it. He's not there anymore. And I think things are going to get way out of hand very quickly. And it's just because he's trusting these people. These people need him to lead them or they're going to go off yeah. on their own. There may just be turf wars. They yeah, seem to be getting along we're enough. but devolving to unorganized crime. Yeah, now, yeah it's going to be unorganized <laughs> crime. And then you also don't have Daredevil there to stop it. So when the unorganized crime steps it up where you would even have a thing where kingpin he wouldn't let you go and just kill people willy-nilly and do this i think that it's going to get to that 
Um, but yeah, you have an ending. You have Matt. Actually, he's having like a, a crisis of conscience type of thing. He does go to the church, but he doesn't even want to go in. He thinks that he has failed God. He thinks that he's a, a phony. And you have the sister come out and explain to him, you know, no, no, no. You, you still have God. Yeah. It's very quick. Stop acting but like you're special. You're not yeah, the only yeah, one you're not. God, God won't forgive. Yeah, everybody. God forgives everyone. I like Nobody that exchange. Is any, that was yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And they even say about Paul, you know, Paul ended up killing all the Christians, but he was forgiven. So you should be as well. And you could do this. And, you know, there's a whole blind thing because Paul was blinded afterwards to see the vision. And then, you know, Daredevil's or Matt saying like, well, what happens to me? I was already blinded. So it's, it's kind of a, a, a neat little exchange. It doesn't do too much, but it gives you that religious angle that's always in with Daredevil. And uh, so then it ends, though, where and it's such a weird progression because you do have Cole there and it looks like he's out of the hospital he's walking he sees these cops and he's just looking at him not really with any expression on his face but you get the idea that Cole is now in some big trouble not even just yeah. the idea that these bad cops are going to go after him but it's going to be the idea All that he's not going to know him. which the good or bad are yeah. I mean I'm sure there are some that support him I'm sure there are some that are his friend He's not going to know that though, and that's worse. That's worse than yeah. you know. If you don't know who yeah, your you're enemy just is, in a paranoid state. Yeah, then you're going to be paranoid and things like that. But is that going to lead him, you know, to take matters in his own hands? Be there? I don't know because then you go and you see what is the weirdest purse snatching fight. The breakout with these ladies, <laughs> where you have these you know two tough yeah. ladies and these other tough ladies, they start fighting. And you know, I one think looks like a guy to me. Yeah, I I don't. I mean, no, I think they're. I think it's. I think, I think it's, it's like ladies. a pimp and his quote yeah, unquote I don't think so. ladies. I actually, I <laughs> no? I actually think that they're they're four ladies, uh, especially because okay. they're all going at each other, fisticuffs and things. Uh, it's hard yeah, to it's, tell, but even the one in the white yeah. beater, I think that that might still be. A, a woman even if it isn't yeah, maybe the um, shoes don't look like guy shoes I and I, I think that maybe it's one of those that it's a sign of the times that you want to have these ladies fighting because what happens then you kind of led to think at one point that it might be coal it is not it does appear to be the lady from last issue yeah, the lady that's from the mask, thing. Yeah. now if it is i guess she cut her hair uh, because she had long hair, but I did go back and look where she was in that, you know, the costume, the party store and saw the, yeah. the daredevil thing and was going to grab it. Now, we don't know how that whole thing ended up because remember, no. they were there, you know, shaking yeah, that down was the, the guy. Yeah, the guy who they had already lent money. Uh, but she goes out and it does look now I saw some reviews like, I don't know who this dude is with the daredevil mask. And some I think it's cool. No, it's it's obviously. And I think that what is going on. Chip Zdarsky again like I said I think that he's a clever guy and I think that he he really doesn't want you to think that this is Cole because you end up having Cole looking at the cops and then you have a full out Cole panel a showing showing <laughs> that he has a beard that, I'm telling yeah. you, that's the thing. I think that he has it there where he's writing this and he's like, okay, we have to have a panel that shows full facial hair. So then the next panel, when you see somebody as they no facial hair and it does look to be uh, the lady in my mind who ends up then getting choked getting choked out. And then, yeah, you know, almost. everybody there, she's having problems. She's laying there. It looks like uh, the four of them that were fighting, they're all down and out. You see the daredevil eight. She's down and out. And then you just have Matt there calling in. And he's, 
It made me He's laugh. He's calling actually. in crime from all it angles of laugh. New York City. It made me laugh just thinking I'm sitting there. And it, I wish that he was like ordering a pizza. Then he was doing, you know, a Baba Booey type of a phony phone call. But no, he's just like, hello, yes. I'd like to report a robbery corner, I believe, 11th and 49th, a pizza restaurant. Please hurry. Boop. Then he gets an, hello, I want to. And he just keeps doing this because he hears everything. Yeah. And I love it's that panel with in. all the words and, you know, the yeah. daredevil I mean, sonar I know you going out. even like focus so and pick a bunch of different things out, yeah. it says. It's pretty cool. Yep. I uh, I was hoping to beat you, is what I see. And so we didn't bother. But yeah, you have all these things going on. And uh, my favorite is least... the one to the left where it says nobody eats them. They just sit in the jar. And... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Bring that in here and honk honk. Uh and then vroom <laughs> down below. But yeah, the, the thing about it is, is this something that it, he looks very calm. Like, this isn't one of those, like, a, a young Superboy who yeah. ends up all of a sudden Superman gets his powers Freaking and he out, can't take it and he freaks out. Yeah. He, he's obviously, this is what he always has, and he's just using it, but he's it's showing you that he can't just give up. He, he tried to. He, he even said to Foggy, I'm retired, I'm not Daredevil anymore, that's done, but yet he's still doing this and is it going to be one of those where not only like i said maybe the lady gets hurt somebody else gets hurt the crime but maybe he realizes that crime and just it's going crazy and and the other thing is right now he kind of has the benefit because if you remember when this started and it was coming off him being dead and coming back uh the whole idea where he wasn't fit enough to really be daredevil and did lead to killing that guy's brother but he said i have to make appearances they have to stay scared they have to know or at least have the doubt that anytime they're doing something daredevil will be there well that's kind of going on still with the lady they are reporting on and even kingpin i like the other line kingpin said that's probably either uh you know a phony a fanboy or girl, or it's the papers just wanting to get, you know, clickbait type of deal. So I like that. Um, but yeah, I, I I wonder how long he's not going to be Daredevil because I, I do <laughs> want to see him back as Daredevil quick enough. I think he's coming but back yeah, after this. Arc. I'm enjoying it though. It's so well yeah, done. I, I think it's so well written. Uh, the pacing is really good. Even an issue where, for the most part, didn't have any action. I really enjoyed it. He's showing new readers, which I'm pretty fairly new reader of Daredevil. Yeah, I'm I mean, now, this is my seventh issue of Daredevil. Yeah, I might have read Yeah, and <laughs> what's, what I think is great about it is, is that we're learning about Daredevil, but more we're learning about Matt Murdock. So when we go back to Daredevil, now we got the full gamut. We're learning about the whole character and the, and the man himself. So I really liked it. I thought the art was great. This is easily my book of the week. Uh, I'm going to yeah. give it a oh, yeah. 9.2. Uh, what would you give it? I'm going to give it an 8.8, just shy of an oh, eight. I'm just negative. not crazy about the art here. Like, uh, there's something like about it. the art that's bugging me. As in, well, like what? Yeah. Other, other than that, I mean, I, <laughs> I love the story beats and like, you know, the whole yeah. Daredevil Kingpin stuff is I'm really into and I, I can't wait to see how Owsley screws it all up. But, uh, oh, he's going to um, screw you know, it up, It's something I'm still looking forward to. I just miss the art from the first arc so much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still like it. I think it's more gritty, uh, this art. I, I enjoy it. But uh, yeah, it's not as good as the first arc art. But yeah, I still dig it. But that's it. A long podcast. See, I knew we were going to yeah. have a longer one just because Make the last for, one uh, last one was like 36 minutes. Thursday. It's crazy. Yeah. But thanks, everyone. Like I said, head over to the Patreon, patreon.com. I'm about to cut. Why does it happen at the end? 
that every time we're about to end. Uh, tell me about the Patreon a minute while I drink. Yes, patreon.com slash weird science. You guys can get a whole bunch of extra shows and stuff. I got sales and solicits coming out tomorrow. Yeah. We got What If coming out tomorrow or tonight maybe. I'm not sure. Tonight maybe if I up, stay up late enough. That'll yeah, be up. a whole and bunch of stuff this week especially. Uh, Avengers versus Defenders, uh, the event podcast. And then obviously on Wednesday night is where all of the recording starts. And that's when we come out with the weekly Patreon only spotlight, which I said, I do believe it is going to be Spider-Man annual number one that I don't know. Are you aware what that is? That is a full out Peter Porter issue. Yeah. Yeah, Spider-Ham. So that'll be cool. And also, uh, uh, War of the Realms number six. They seem to be already ahead enough that I don't think they're going to be beaten unless somebody ends up picking Darth Vader. I don't know. Yep. Uh, Darth could Vader, be a I say. Of support, I have a feeling. It could be. <laughs> but yeah, thanks, everybody. Uh, check that out. And uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of days. Later.